You're listening to Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim, Season 2, Episode 2, titled The Anomaly. Original story and music by Jason Nitsch. Enjoy the show. It's finally time. If it's today and the time is right now, then it's time for another episode of Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. reaches of the solar system once represented only a dream of early space enthusiasts. Bravery, technology, stupidity, and not a small amount of luck had led to interstellar space travel which made reaching the stars a possibility. First for a small group of explorers, and now for the masses. Colony ships now departed regularly to the Outer Rim, loaded with passengers, hope, and determination. For most, it had become routine. But this trip was about to experience an anomaly. Sam, shut off the master alarms, run a full systems check, find out where we are, and why the transit drives are offline. Yes, Chief Engineer. The alarms stopped blaring, but the emergency lights were still flashing all up and down the corridor as I ran to control center. Something was very wrong. Unfortunately for me, I was the first wake-up call when things went awry on an outer rim colony ship. I set those thoughts aside as I reached the command deck door and stopped only long enough to swipe my ID card and wait impatiently for the door to slide open. Sam, status report and update, please. I surveyed the status panels and scrolled through the alarms as I listened. At approximately 24.13, a systems anomaly resulted in the shutdown of the transit drives. Protocol dictates that as chief engineer, that you are to be awoken from your stasis pod to assess the situation. Lucky me. Sam, is there any damage to the ship? Hull integrity is at 100%. All life support systems are functioning nominally. All internal sensors and computer systems report in full working order. So we're just stopped and floating in space? Why all the alarms then? According to our trip estimates, we are far off our plotted course. And without the transit drives in operation, the ship is running on backup power, which will sustain regular ship activities for only the next four hours. Okay, so we've got to get the drives back online as quickly as possible. Wait, did you say off course? How far off course? Unknown, 
as our long-range sensors have been disabled. Disabled? How? An unknown anomaly has disabled the external ship's sensor arrays and all long-range communications. So, we're stopped. We're lost and we have no way to tell where we are or call for help? And we're slowly losing life-sustaining power. Yes. Under normal circumstances, I would find Sam's humor relieving. But nothing was relieving about this. We were dead in the water. Blind. Deaf. And all on our own. Wherever we were. Chief. Proximity alert sensors on the port side indicate an approaching vessel preparing to dock with us. A vessel? Can you identify? Negative. Its transponder is not broadcasting and we have no communication ability on our end. Can you bring it up on the docking collar cameras? Yes, Chief. What I saw wasn't comforting. It looked like a warship. But nothing like I'd ever seen. Pirates. Sam, can you engage internal security systems and lock out the docking collar? Negative. When the ship's transit drives are disengaged, docking collars are released for external access in the case of emergency. Perfect. How close are they? Sam didn't have to answer. I could see the ship contact the docking clamps and snug up to the docking hatch. Whoever it was, they were about to board. Sam, seal the docking hatch to prevent them from entering and initiate security protocol Lambda. Negative. The security protocols have been disabled. What? Re-enable all security protocols and lock the ship down! Negative, Chief. Only the captain or first officer can re-engage the security system once it has been disabled. With the options now limited, and fewer and fewer defenses at her disposal, the Chief begins to take one of the few actions still left available to her. Would it be enough? Or was it already too late? Wake up the senior officers and emergency security personnel ASAP! Get them out of stasis! Sound the alarms once again so they're alerted to the situation. Yes, Chief. All senior officers and security personnel will be reanimated within the next 10 to 15 minutes. I didn't have that long. Whoever this was is going to access the ship in a matter of moments. And then it was going to be me against however many of them there were. I didn't like the odds at all. Sam, can you lock down the control deck at least? Affirmative. Access to the control deck has now been restricted to senior officers, and all access doors have been sealed to the control center. I watched as the first of many black-clad invaders swiftly moved through the docking hatch. They looked military, but I couldn't see any insignias or designations on their sleeves. I watched helplessly as they fanned out all over the ship. They clearly had a plan once they got on board. But what were they doing? And what could they possibly want with a colony ship? These ships were designed to settle the outer rim. We had storage pods filled with seeds and farming equipment. Nothing worth disabling the whole ship 
and hijacking a thousand colonists for. This was madness. I had an idea. Sam, I know the long-range comms are down, but what about the short-range and sector comms used for close ship-to-ship communication? Those are operable, but the range is very limited, and someone would have to be actively listening for our signal. It's all we've got. Open up a channel and start broadcasting. Channel open. Mayday. 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 This is the colony ship the Phoenix. We are off course. Our engines have been disabled, and we are being boarded by an unknown and possibly hostile force. We have a thousand souls on board and request assistance immediately. If you're in range, please send help. Sam, set that message on repeat and keep it beaming until the power runs out. While the desperate pleas for help echo out across the vastness of space, the intruders have now infiltrated every branch of the ship except for the command and control center. Their purpose still unknown, and their intentions unclear. All I could do is watch and wait. There were now so many pirates on board the ship that I could no longer keep track of where they all were, but they were everywhere. Engineering, storage, the colonist stasis pod dormitories, and of course, making their way up to the command deck. Sam, are there any defensive mechanisms that we can deploy from here absent senior officer approval? No, Chief. This kind of scenario was not envisioned when designing the safety systems on board. Most were designed to deal with internal life support issues during the voyage. Nothing outwardly defensive exists on the ship. No kidding. It still didn't make any sense. Status report on the senior officers? They are slowly being revived, one by one, but... It appears that the intruders anticipated this and have stationed themselves strategically to intercept the ship's personnel as they wake. Damn it! I watched with horror as one officer, still groggy from the stasis sleep, was dragged down the corridor. My attention was suddenly captured by the voice of one of our assailants calling out for the first time. I switched the monitor feed until I found him, just a few decks below the command deck and he was not alone. Greetings, Chief. I know that you must be up there somewhere listening and watching the festivities. No doubt you're safely locked away in the command center. You've surely been able to figure out a few things by now. You're far from the territories of space that you should be traveling through. Far from the shipping lanes that are well-traveled and would have held a potential hope for a rescue ship. We're very far from there, unfortunately. You've also likely discovered that we've made some modifications to your ship's systems, most notably with your now non-responsive transit line, your security systems, and some other things you haven't thought to look at yet. I'm sure that you're considering your options and trying to figure out how to play hero for everyone here on board. Let me assure you that we have total control of your ship, and we will soon have what we came here for in our possession. It was a mistake to wake the officers and crew. I understand it, but it was a mistake. 
That means that we'll have to do things that I would have rather avoided doing. But perhaps, just perhaps, it will alert you to the serious nature of our presence here. As if redirecting your ship, stopping it in its tracks, and boarding without resistance wasn't sufficient to alert you to the danger that any who oppose us will find themselves in. Now that you know the precarious position that you are in, I'm going to request that you permit us to access the command deck without resistance. It will allow us to get what we came for and will alleviate the need for any negative interactions that might otherwise be necessary. I know this is hard, so I'll give you a moment. While you're thinking it over, we'll just place a few of the newly awakened officers into the airlock for safekeeping. I watched as the soldiers, that's what they were. These were no pirates. These were professionals. I watched as they grouped a few men together in the corridor. Even if they had been awake and aware enough to resist, they were still confused and in post-stasis fog. They were moved into the airlock with little fuss. What could I do? I looked frantically around the command center. Looking for what? I had no idea. Sam, is it possible to lock out the airlock controls from here? Normally, yes. But whatever system overrides they have in place are preventing any kind of meaningful response from being enacted remotely. Chief, have you thought about it already? Can we just agree to be friends and not resort to unpleasantries? There was nothing I could do. I wasn't giving up the control center without a fight. I owed these colonists, and every man, woman, and child on board, every chance to survive this. And I wasn't turning over control of this ship to anyone while I was alive and breathing. Okay, it looks like we'll have to do some of this the hard way. These men are going for a permanent walk outside unless you unseal the command deck. You have 10 seconds to comply. I hated myself for it, but I had no choice. All I could do is watch. Show these men out, please, gentlemen. The inner doors closed, the warning lights flashed, the airlock opened, and three good men were pulled out into the blackness in an instant. That was no way to die, and for no reason. I had a feeling that those images would be repeating themselves over the next hour. I had to do something. Sam, are there any weapons in the control center? Just a small arms cabinet in the locker cabinet near the captain's ready room. It would have to do. Meanwhile, the talker was starting up again. I tell you what, while we gather up the next round of contestants in our little game, 
Let's see if we can find a compromise. I'm really only interested in one traveler on your little cruise to Outer Rim Prosperity. Help us find this little person and we'll be on our way. What do you say? Well, that was something. But all this for one person? Who goes to this kind of trouble for one person? Sam, bring up the passenger manifest. Any high-ranking DSCM officers, political figures, business owners, anything that sticks out to you? Normally, these flights were full of poor people looking for a better life in the Outer Rim. It would be unusual for someone high-profile to be on board. Nothing that I can detect. If it's anyone significant, they're traveling under an assumed name. No deal? Okay then. Time for more fresh air for our friends. It does wonders to clear the mind and can make people more reasonable to deal with after a time. I watched again as more colleagues, friends, were launched into the black void of space. Their death would be instant. I'm sure that mine wouldn't be. Chief, the life support systems have been disabled for this level. Oxygen levels are rapidly dropping on the command deck. I cannot override the controls. They have locked out the ship's control systems and have seized control. All right, this is bad. I forgot all about the monitors and searched around for the emergency air breathers. The ones I'd seen lying around here a thousand times. Probably had them pointed out to me during a mind-numbing training. And there they are. I grabbed one and slipped it over my head as the oxygen levels in the compartment continued to, to drop. This was not a solution. It was a temporary reprieve at best. I had to restore those systems, regain control of the computers, and get these pricks off the ship. Let's go. Here was the plan. Two could play at this game. I would go to the main conduit and tap into the computer systems manually. It was just outside the control center and down the hallway, no more than 50 yards from here. Once I was inside, I would reclaim control of the internal systems and activate the internal fire suppression systems. It would vent the oxygen from inside the ship, intended to remove fuel for a fire, but in this case would extinguish the intruders very effectively. The colonists would be safe in their stasis pods, but the intruders would either be sucked out the nearest vent, or at minimum, suffocate. They tried to do it to me. Payback is tough sometimes. Anyone from the crew who was awake and hadn't been blown out the airlock already would be killed. But this was my last option for saving the ship. I headed out of control and moved with a purpose as I rounded the corner towards the control conduits at the end of the hallway. I barely felt the slight pinprick on my left shoulder as one of the assailants rushed up behind me and hit me with some sort of injection. I felt just enough of that to feel a rush of panic. But then the room started to spin and I crashed down hard on the deck. Chief, the engines are powering up. 
but without the transit drives engaged, it's going to overload the safety systems and quickly overheat. I estimate critical mass in 20 minutes. Critical. That's a funny word. Critical. 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 I couldn't see very clearly anymore. My vision having blurred already, and Sam continued to talk about the engines overheating, or something. On the monitors I would have seen more and more crew pushed into the airlocks on every level. A terrible way to die. Even though I lost all motor function and couldn't move any part of my body, I remained conscious and aware of everything going on around me. I felt them pick up my unresponsive body. I watched the lights in the corridor pass by slowly as they carried me down the passageway. I felt the cold, dura steel of the floor as they sat me down, really more gently than I would have expected for pirates. Mighty thoughtful of them. I saw the airlock doors close. I saw the red lights begin to flash. I heard the outer doors open. I felt the cold of space wrap around me as I was shown the door and pulled into oblivion. Yes. A terrible way to die. With the chief dispatched from the ship, the unrevealed intruders engaged in their mysterious search, and the colony ship remained in imminent danger. Would anyone hear their calls for help? Would anyone arrive in time? Who was this mysterious passenger? And what made them important enough for all of this death and destruction? We may never know. for this week. Don't forget to join us next time for another exciting adventure on Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. <laughs>